What does the future hold? Examining biblical doctrines, history, and current events. It's Prophecy Time. Author and Pastor Alan Davis will help you have a better understanding of biblical prophecy. Using the whole counsel of the Word of God, Pastor Davis unapologetically promotes and defends the literal, personal return of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now with today's Prophecy Time message, here's Alan Davis. Yes! My name is Alan Davis. And I'm thrilled to death that you are with us today. I am a minister and preacher of the simple gospel, which is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. As an individual who accepts Jesus Christ as Savior has escaped the eternal vengeance of God. As it speaks about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 8 through 10. Talking to the Thessalonian Christians, and to you who are troubled, rest with us when the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 2 talks about the day of vengeance of our God. And Isaiah 63 verse 4 says, For the day of vengeance is in mine heart. Paul asked this question in Romans chapter 3 verse 5, Is God unrighteous who taketh vengeance? I speak as a man. Is God going to take vengeance upon you because you do not obey the truth? Christmas is God's gift to us. Merry Christmas from It's Prophecy Time. Your faithful prayer and financial support continues to make a difference. Thank you faithful supporter. May God richly return your giving many times over is my prayer from It's Prophecy Time. May this Christmas find you closer than ever to Jesus. It's Prophecy Time. The It's Prophecy Time message today is entitled The Ruler in Israel, Part 1. And our text for today is Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. My favorite passage in the Bible on Christmas and the birth of the Savior is Micah chapter 5. And today we're going to be reading verses 1 through 5, which say this, Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of troops. He hath laid, notice this, siege against us. 
They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Therefore will he give them up until the time that she which travaileth hath brought forth. Then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto the children of Israel, and he shall stand and feed in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall abide for, notice this, now shall he be great unto the ends of the earth. And this man shall be the peace when the Assyrian shall come into our land and when he shall tread in our palaces, then shall we raise against him seven shepherds and eight principal men. And so today we're going to be looking at some parallel passages, five of them all together. Our text for today is Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, but we have five other major parallel passages that we want to examine with our text for today. Number one, Zechariah chapters 12, verse 1 through 13, verse 2. Number two, Luke chapter 21, verses 20 and on. Number three, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. Number five, Ezekiel 38, verses 1 through 6, verses 21 through 23. Chapter 29, 22, and 29, 29. And number five, Romans chapter 11, verses 11 through 32. And I hope that we're going to be able to examine all of these parallel passages today. Our first parallel passage that we want to examine with our main text for today, which is, again, Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, is Zechariah chapter 12, starting with verse 1. And we have five major facts that I want you to notice here. Number one, that we are at Jerusalem. Number two, we see, just like in Micah chapter 5, this military siege. Number three, the fact that Jerusalem is defended. Number four, the appearance of Jesus Christ in the sky, this literal appearance. And number five, the salvation of the nation of Israel. Zechariah chapter 12, starting with verse 1. The burden for the word of the Lord for Israel, saith the Lord, which stretcheth forth the heavens and layeth the foundation of the earth, and formeth the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of trembling unto all people round about, when... They shall be in the siege, both against Judah and against Jerusalem. And in that day will I make Jerusalem a burdensome stone for all people. All that burden themselves with it shall be cut in pieces, though all the people of the earth be gathered together against it. 
in that day, saith the Lord, I will smite every horse with astonishment and his rider with madness, and I will open mine eyes upon the house of Judah and will smite every horse of the people with blindness, and the governors of Judah shall say in their heart, The inhabitants of Jerusalem shall be my strength and the Lord of hosts their God. In that day will I make the governors of Judah like an hearth, a fire among the wood, and like a torch of fire in a sheaf. And they shall devour all the people round about on the right hand and on the left. And Jerusalem shall be inhabited again in her own place, even in Jerusalem. The Lord also shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem do not magnify themselves against Judah. In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David, and the house of David shall be as God, as the angel of the Lord before them. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 9. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. And notice this, they shall look upon me whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. In that day shall there be a great mourning in Jerusalem as the mourning of hadad Rimmon in the valley of Megiddo. And the land shall mourn every family apart, the family of the house of David apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Nathan apart and their wives apart, the family of the house of Levi apart and their wives apart, the family of Shimei apart and their wives apart, all the families that remain, every family apart, and their wives apart. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 1. In that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. And it shall come to pass in that day, saith the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols out of the land, and they shall no more be remembered. So here in Zechariah chapter 12 and the first couple of verses in chapter 13, we saw Jerusalem, the focus is Jerusalem, and a military siege. Number three, Jerusalem was defended. Number four, the appearance of the great king, Jesus Christ, in the sky. And fifthly, the salvation, the spiritual salvation of the nation of Israel. So we have a physical deliverance of Israel and Jerusalem, and we see also here the spiritual salvation of the nation of Israel. Our second parallel passage that we want to examine as it relates to Micah chapter 5 verses 1 through 5 is Luke chapter 21 verses 20 through 28. Notice what Jesus said here to the disciples 
In Luke chapter 21, verses 20 through 28. And when ye shall see, for when ye shall see Jerusalem compass with armies, there's the military siege, then know that the desolation, talking about the desolation of Jerusalem here, is nigh, it's near. It's three and a half years away. Then, at the desolation of Jerusalem, let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein too. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens shall be shaken and then, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. So here we saw four major facts in Luke chapter 21, verses 20 through 28. The military siege, the overthrow of Israel or the desolation of Jerusalem being near when you see this military siege, the times of the Gentiles being fulfilled after this period of time when Jerusalem is trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. And also, fourthly, the coming of Jesus Christ. Now we're moving on to our third major parallel passage of Micah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. And if you would accept this, it is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, the rapture of the church. And notice what this passage says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, and we see two major events here. Jesus Christ descending or coming out of heaven and then also the rapture of the church or this catching up of the saints. We're going to be picking up here in verse 13, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus or are dead in Jesus will God bring with him. 
For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent or precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven. He comes out of heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. There's the rapture. This catching up, the word rapture does not appear in the Bible, but the concept does here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. We're caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. In our fourth major parallel passage is the Russian invasion in Ezekiel 38, verses 1 through 6. We're going to be looking at verses 21 through 23, chapter 39, 22, and 39, 29. And we're going to be seeing here in this section, this part of the Bible, the Russian invasion of Israel with her allies, or the military siege, a supernatural deliverance and the salvation of the nation of Israel. And once you see it, it's just as clear as can be. Ezekiel 38, verses 1 through 6, The word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face against Gog and the land of Magog. The land of Magog is the southern part of Russia. The chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus saith the Lord God! Behold, I am against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal, and I will turn thee back and put hooks into thy jaws, and will bring thee forth in all thine army, horses and horsemen, all of them clothed with all sorts of armor, even a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, Ethiopia, Libya with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Gomer and all his bands, the house of Togarma, of the north quarters and all his bands and many people with thee. So here we see this military siege, many countries and armies coming with the Russians against the nation of Israel. We're going to skip down here in Ezekiel 38 to verse 21, and I want you to notice the method by which the Russians are defeated and Israel is delivered. And I will call... Ezekiel 38, starting with verse 21, For a sword against him throughout all my mountains, saith the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother, and I will plead against him with pestilence. Notice this, verse 22, Ezekiel 38, 22. And I will plead against him with pestilence and with blood, and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon many people that are with him. An overflowing rain and great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself, and I will be known in the eyes of many nations, and they shall know that I am the Lord. And then we're going to be skipping down here into the next chapter to Ezekiel 39, 22. Notice this. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day and forward. And so 
when the Russians come against the nation of Israel, just like one Jew told me one time that the rabbis believe that the Messiah is going to be revealing himself to Israel during the Russian invasion, and here it is. So the house of Israel shall know that I am the Lord their God from that day and forward, Ezekiel 39, 22. And notice 39, 29, Ezekiel 39, 29. Neither will I hide my face any more from them, for I have poured out my spirit upon the house of Israel, saith the Lord God. Now, if we had more time today, we would look at Romans chapter 11, verses 11 through 32, where God has chopped off the nation of Israel and grafted in the Gentile church. But the warning goes out in these verses to the church of the living God that it also could be chopped off and God could and has the ability to graft the nation back into their own olive tree, which he could do, can do, and is going to do at the Russian invasion. And if we could somehow see these three major events in the Bible all happening at the same time, the Russian invasion, Jesus Christ descending from heaven with a shout, the church of the living God today, the Gentile church raptured or caught up into the sky, delivered from all this coming wrath, and the nation of Israel looking upon him whom they pierced, being physically delivered from the Russians, spiritually saved as they look upon him whom they pierced, he grafts them back in again. And so going into the tribulation period, this period of 2,520 days, we have a church, the church of the living God, out, the nation of Israel back in, as he's going to be working in the midst of the nation of Israel again once more. And so today, if you're uncertain about your eternal destination, as we saw there a moment ago, individuals who are in Christ are going to be caught up in this rapture in the future. And if you're not saved, you're going to be left behind for the Antichrist and all of these plagues that we have spoken about many times that are going to be coming upon the world. As Jesus Christ talked about the distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. But if you believe the simple gospel message and you are being drawn by him today, just pray something like this. Dear Lord, I am a sinner, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose again from the dead. I accept you now as my personal savior. Amen. Merry Christmas from It's Prophecy Time. If you just prayed this prayer to receive Christ as Savior, we would like to send you a booklet for new converts that will help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Please call 646-314-3625 so we can get this booklet in the mail to you as soon as possible. Christmas time is here, a time to celebrate our Savior's birth. It's also a time for us to have some time off, to visit with friends and family, and to reflect on what we did or didn't do these past 12 months. But the end of the year is approaching quickly. 
We Need You as this year draws to a close. Please consider making a special year-end financial gift to this radio ministry. Thanks from It's Prophecy Time. Your faithful prayer and financial support continues to make a difference. Thank you, faithful supporter. May God richly return your giving many times over is my prayer. From It's Prophecy Time. Merry Christmas from It's Prophecy Time. Thank you for listening to It's Prophecy Time with Pastor Alan Davis. Generous listeners like you make the airing of this program possible. Contributions are greatly appreciated. Write to It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Here's the address again. It's Prophecy Time, care of Bronx Building Baptist Church, P.O. Box 1370, Bronx, New York, 10475. Join us again for the next scheduled program of It's Prophecy Time.